everybody, it is Ashley and Danny again with History Unloaded at long, long, long last. Um, we ended at the end of 2022 with season six and a half, I think, maybe. And we're now back with season seven, uh, a whole new season with a lot more episodes. And we are glad you're still with us after a super long break. Scheduling is really hard. Ashley, take it away. For the record, like we we scheduled to record so many times and we've canceled so many times. It's it's unreal. Um, and I also had something clever to say, but I can't remember. So let's uh, dig into it. For the premiere of season seven, which apparently is going to have a lot more episodes, according to Danny, <laughs> but that so means many. our schedules, our schedules have to compute. We thought that we would give AI a chance to do our podcast better than us. Well, I mean, we got to give the people what they want. If we can't meet our schedules, then we have to come up with something to fill in for us, right? Well, I didn't really think about it that way, but I thought it more because we're so scatterbrained that I thought maybe a robot could do this better. Is it a robot? Would you consider AI a robot? I wouldn't consider it a robot because it doesn't walk around. But AI can be in, in a, a robot, robot's gotta right? Walk around. Okay. Sure, I'll All go right. with that. I would also like to point out I don't know that, if that makes any my sense. mom had to tell me what chat GPT was because <laughs> I had no idea. Classic. All right, so before we get in on it, I wanted to get have ChatGPT kind of weigh in on who we are as people. So I'm going to start with you, Danny. Oh, this is going to be interesting. Should I call you Danny or Daniel? I think Danny. I'll put it in parentheses. Is that how it's... I've never... Well, I've searched ChatGPT like twice, so I haven't really used it. All right, I'm going to give it Firearms Curator since your name's kind of obscure generic oh no ouch <laughs> i'm not so widely known oh <laughs> that hurts that hurts it says i'm sorry but i don't have any information on an individual named danny daniel michael who is a firearms curator it is possible that this person is not widely known or their information hasn't been included in my training data up to september 2021 if you have any other topics or requests feel free to ask that really feels like a personal attack on the popularity of this podcast. I'm offended. Oh, wait till we get to the summary of our podcast, which probably doesn't exist. All right. Provide a bio on Ashley Levinsky. <clears throat> Whoa, it's no, I don't want no. It's gone. <laughs> it's writing an entire article. <laughs> it does say you're recognized in the field of firearms history. Oh my gosh. This is not. <laughs> So it says, as of my last knowledge update in September 2021, Ashley Levinsky is a recognized authority in the field of firearms history and curatorship. Is that a word? Nice. It is now. Yeah. She is known for her expertise in firearms, particularly in the context of museums and historical collections. Please note that her achievements or roles may have evolved since then. Here's a general bio based on the information available up to September 2021. I am not going to read that because it is a book. All right. Uh, provide a summary of the podcast. History. Um, oh, well, if it's September 2021, I don't think it's going to know who we are. I think we had just started. I don't really remember. Oh, hey. Hey. We're real. Danny, look, you're real in this. No, it's giving all the episodes. Oh, it's a sample. So it says, uh, as of my last update, blah, blah, blah. History Unloaded is a podcast hosted by Ashley Levinsky and Danny Michael. So it does know who you are. 
The podcast primarily focuses on exploring and discussing Firearms history, culture, and technology from a unique perspective. (laughs) Unique is one way to phrase it. Um, let's see. Let's see what they give you a little bio. Danny Michael, like Ashley, is a respected figure in the firearms community. He has experience in firearms curatorial work and is likely well versed in historical and technological aspects of firearms. That's so kind, ChatGPT. Thank you. (laughs) So it does know who you are. Uh, podcast content history unloaded delves into the world of firearms with a focus on historical context, technological advancements, cultural impact, and stories behind specific firearms. The hosts aim to provide listeners with a deeper understanding of firearms history beyond the surface level perceptions often associated with these objects. By exploring firearms as artifacts that have shaped societies and played roles in various historical events, the podcast aims to contribute to a more nuanced and comprehensive perspective on this aspect of history. That is the most eloquent. So anybody that's listened to us for a while, when you find, when we release season seven and these episodes go up, take a close look at our bio. If it's changed, you'll know we use ChatGPT to rewrite. (laughs) Exactly. And it says episodes of the podcast might cover a range of topics, including, uh, and this is good for us to know because I don't even know what we're talking about half the time. Uh, Firearms evolution, historical significance, cultural context, collector's insights, firearms and identity, museum exhibits man we're awesome we this makes i want to listen to this podcast <laughs> me too but it sounds so good i don't want to also listen to this podcast well now uh, i'm feeling pretty good about myself this morning yeah this this sounds pretty good this sounds like we really screwed up and should have like started our entire podcast journey with this analysis so i think i i'm a little worried now because i thought we were going to go into our review of firearms history by chat GPT as like teasing that, Hey, some of these are a little ludicrous, but now I'm worried. It's just going to be better than us. Oh, it's hundred percent going to be better than us. All right. So what should I, should I ask it to provide a five minute podcast on firearms history in the voice of history unloaded and see if it knows how to do that. Sure. Okay. Let's see what happens. I'm curious if we can get our voice, including all of the false starts for our recording. <laughs> Every time. I think he used the podcast title. What? I did in the voice of the History Unloaded podcast. Sorry, I'm seeing it on a delay because I'm watching your screen. Oh, okay. For those who don't know, I'm sharing my screen. All right. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> All right. It's writing, guys. And it is. We have to read. It, it even like judges our tone. <laughs> It does. It tells me to be enthusiastic. Oh, oh man. man. Okay. So I guess the real moral of the story here is if we seem to make more sense than we normally do after this episode, they are all written by ChatGPT. It's, it's a tell. All there right. is absolutely a giveaway. We have we have a podcast. Let's go. It says opening theme music. So that's down. Um, and it says Ashley. It. I guess I don't need to read my name. <laughs> Okay, it says in a cheerful tone, welcome back history enthusiasts to another exciting episode of History Unloaded. I'm Ashley Levinsky and joining me as always is my co-host, Danny Michael. Today, we're diving deep into the fascinating history of firearms. So grab your favorite listening chair and let's explore the evolution, impact and story behind these incredible pieces of technology. That's right, Ashley. Firearms have a rich history as any other invention shaping Wars, societies, and cultures. Are Danny, journey through wait, time... What tone are you saying it in? 
It said to be enthusiastic. Yeah, but you didn't read enthusiastic. I feel like Sorry, we have to was, preface it. I thought this was like a scripted episode where I'm. This is bad news for the current writer strike. <laughs> um, yeah, I thought I was trying to be enthusiastic. I just jumped in straight into the script. All right, start over, Danny. All right, Danny, enthusiastic tone. That's right, Ashley. Firearms have a rich history as any other invention, shaping wars, societies, and cultures. Our journey through time begins with the origin of gunpowder in ancient China. Imagine the marvel when those early alchemists realized the explosive potential of this mixture. Absolutely, Danny. By the ninth century, the Chinese had developed fire lances, early flamethrowers that propelled gunpowder and shrapnel at their enemies. But it wasn't until the 14th century that the first true firearms emerged in Europe. I have questions already. I didn't know it was the ninth century for fire lances. I'm just going to, I'm going to out myself here. That seems <laughs> yeah, I early. thought it was a little bit later than that. But that's I thought funny. it was later. Yeah, I thought it was like 1,000. And the firearms itself seems late too. The 14th seems... Oh, 14th is late because, I mean, the there's like examples of hand cannons from like 1260 that is in a Chinese museum. And then we know that hand cannons were used in uh, that one. Also, way to be Eurocentric ChatGPT. That, yeah, Eurocentric ChatGPT because there was that one rebellion in like the 1100s. But anyways, keep going, Danny, in an engaging tone. That's correct, Ashley. The hand cannon resembling a metal tube with a touch hole for ignition marked a revolutionary leap. It paved the way for the arquebus, a matchlock firearm that utilized a slow-burning wick to ignite the gunpowder. These early firearms were slow and unwieldy, but they were a game-changer on the battlefield. In a thoughtful tone, the Renaissance saw remarkable achievements. Nope, can't read. The Renaissance saw remarkable advancements in firearms technology. The musket, with its smooth-bore barrel and round-lead projectiles, became a staple of warfare. And who could forget about the iconic flintlock mechanism? It was a question mark. <laughs> it enabled quicker and more reliable ignition, making firearms accessible to a broader range of soldiers. I have more questions. They, A, skipped wheel lock, and B, They also skipped is... snap hances, dog locks, but you know. It's we asked it's, for a five minute summary, Danny. We did. We to be fair, we did ask for that, but they skipped wheel lock. And I would also like to say that the lock time on flintlock is much slower than matchlock. Well, why you so, gotta why you gotta bring bring? Well, maybe that's the thought. Because it said it enabled a quicker Danny, ignition, in, and that's not true. In solemn tone, <laughs> I would also, if I could give some feedback on your script reading, your your thoughtful tone did sound more somber to me. Then. Oh, I mean, I thought it was thoughtful, but I guess not. I mean, somber can be thoughtful, but I'm supposed to be enthusiastic now. Just for the record, Danny, I'm actually recording this on my phone, too. <laughs> Incredible. All right, Danny, enthusiastic tone. Absolutely, Ashley. Now let's fast forward to the American Revolutionary War. Muskets played a pivotal role in securing the independence of the United States. They allowed for more accurate and organized fire, revolutionizing battlefield tactics. Reflective tone. As history marched on, so did firearms innovation. The Industrial Revolution brought about interchangeable parts, making firearms more accessible and easier to maintain. The iconic lever-action rifles like the Winchester Model 1873 became symbols of the Wild West. Okay, we just like, we were like, all right, revolution, nothing else happened. Here's a 73. Screw the Civil War. We're not talking about it. We're not talking about that. Um I will also say that reflective tone, I feel, now that I'm apparently just decided that I'm going to be director, 
<laughs> I feel like you nailed the like museum intro video voice. Not specifically ours. I'm thinking when you go to like the museums that have like the dedicated theater where you sit down and you have to watch the film before you go to like the battlefield or whatever. Oh yeah. Remember like voice. how uh we had to re we had to listen to <laughs> all of these different voice actors to choose the the voice actors for our, our videos. Do you remember that? I think when I have my nervous breakdown, uh maybe I'll become a voice actor for museums. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Um anyways. I feel like they, I mean, other than skipping the Civil War, which is a pretty big deal, I feel like those two paragraphs, it kind of got right. All right. Well, then keep on keeping on, Danny. Also, my other note is I keep getting the enthusiastic and engaging, and it keeps giving you the somber. I know. Reflective. It's so weird. Maybe, you, you. maybe you're more enthusiastic than we think, Danny. Maybe. All right. Danny, engaging tone. And then came the 20th century. And the era of semi-automatic and automatic firearms, the iconic M1911 pistol, still cherished by collectors today, served as the standard issue sidearm of the U.S. military. World War II introduced us to the legendary M1 Garand, an innovative semi-automatic rifle that gave soldiers a significant advantage. Passionate tone. Fast forward to the present day, and firearms continue to play a complex role in modern society. Uh-oh. 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 We can't ignore the debates surrounding gun control and the Second Amendment, but we're here to explore the history, the technology, and the cultural impact that firearms have had throughout the ages. That is classic me. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not talking about that. I like it says, it, it's kind of perfect because we can't ignore it, then proceeds to ignore it. <laughs> I was a little worried there for a second. I thought ChatGPT was going to put some incriminating quotes in our mouths, but I think we're fine. It was trying to catch us out. All right, Danny, closing tone. I don't know what that is. That's right, Ashley. The history of firearms is a captivating journey that intertwines with human innovation, conflict, and progress. We hope this brief exploration has ignited your curiosity and inspired you to delve deeper into the stories behind these remarkable artifacts. Cheerful tone. Thank you for joining us on this whirlwind tour of firearms history. Remember to subscribe to the History Unloaded Oh, no, no, the remember <laughs> to subscribe to History Unloaded for more captivating discussions, expert insights, and a closer look at the artifacts that have shaped our world. There's no way that that would have been a five minute read had we not stopped. Uh, well, I think I we're supposed it. to talk slower, like in general, in life, I think we're supposed to talk slower. Um, but that was like, I mean, we've never asked anyone to subscribe to our podcast. We're all just like, bye. Bye. Yeah, we never, we never ask people to subscribe. Uh, we never ask people to go like like us on social media. Not that we really have social media. I mean, I'm gonna um, start it back up. We have like 124 followers on Instagram. We're a pretty big deal. I mean, calm uh, down. Like we're famous. I mean, I feel like Danny, you still have to close us out. Oh, sorry. I I wasn't reading the script. Danny, enthusiastic tone. Enthusiastic tone. <laughs> Until next time, history buffs. Keep exploring, keep learning, and keep unloading history. Oh, that's a, that's a, such a better ending. Though, I feel it. like it's required to have finger guns at the end of that. Yeah, that ending needed. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Closing the theme music. Okay, so Camila, I know you're not feeling well, but could you please just give us? Do you think that's better than than what we normally produce? <laughs> <laughs> 
I feel like before we close out, I feel like we need to ask it about one of the topics that's mentioned. So now we have the intro of firearms history done. So I feel like Ashley, you should go back to the beginning and ask chat GPT what a matchlock or a musket is. Okay. Um, I like that you said go back to the beginning. Like, <laughs> I, I, I only see half of your script. Oh. Okay. So let me, okay. Um, please describe the firing sequence of a matchlock musket. How's that? Sure. Or should I trip sure. it up and ask for like a Michelet lock or something that it didn't mention? We'll do this one and then we'll ask it what a Michelet is. Okay. I mean, that's kind of a bad Because I'm not one, sure but... I know. All right. Please describe the firing sequence of a matchlock musket. Also, why is ChatGPT better than everything? Oh no, it's like real deep, deep, <laughs> deep. <laughs> is this is this going to be the part where our listeners discover that neither of us know how to actually load a matchlock? Hey, now I've loaded a matchlock, sort of, kind of. I have. I've watched people load a matchlock, and I've shot a matchlock, but I've never loaded one myself. All right. The matchlock musket was an early type of firearm that played a significant role in shaping the history of warfare. It utilized a simple but effective effective debatable, debatable. <laughs> firing mechanism known as the matchlock. They repeated themselves. That was very repetitive. Here's a step-by-step -step description of the firing sequence of a matchlock musket. I don't feel like reading this all. I don't think anyone can. Here, we'll we'll do, I'll do the synopsis version since you've done most of the reading. So <laughs> The the musketeer pours a measure of gunpowder into the muzzle of the barrel using a flask or powder horn. Uh, then a cloth or patch, a cloth patch or paper cartridge containing a lead ball is placed on the muzzle. Ball is seated with a ramrod, ensuring a tight fit and proper alignment in the barrel. Where they that feels early for a paper cartridge. Oh like yeah, fourteen hundreds. Yeah, yeah. If you're talking but, about, a I mean, but in theory, I mean. In theory, Maybe matchlock, later ones, matchlocks but... were used for a long time. I also don't know if they were using patches that often that early. Patches. We don't patches. need no stinking patches. Um, I have priming. a feeling that this is like um, just a description of a general. like. This is going to be a description of a muzzle loader is mm -hmm. what's going to happen. Uh, priming. Step two. After loading the barrel, the musketeer moves to priming, moves to the priming pan. Uh, a small amount of finer gunpowder, known as priming powder, is poured into the priming pan. The, this powder is more sensitive and facilitates quick ignition. Uh, step three is preparing the match. A slow-burning cord made of hemp or other fibers attached to a movable serpentine lever. Not necessarily. I was going to give it credit. Oh. Um, <laughs> the I mean, great place. job. The musketeer places one end of the match into the jaws-like holder called the serpentine, while the other end is of the match is ignited or smoldering. That feels... You, the, the match needs to be lit that's in the jaws, not the other end. Well, but remember um, that time we shot um, with Gary James? He had them both sides lit. Well, and then, yeah, that's the other thing, is like the, the apparently the pro-level tip to being a good matchlock musketeer is to keep both ends lit all the time. Yeah. Which is really, um, so really life fun. Life pro tip for all you musketeers out there. Which is really fun when you have long hair. <laughs> it's really fun when you have long hair and the matchlock you're shooting doesn't actually hold on to the match cord as it fires. And super flammable clothing. For the record, so the story is that when Ashley and I were shooting this matchlock, um, <laughs> we were trying to do it for high speed filming 
and the match cord would go flying every time. Well, it went flying out lit. of the serpentine. It was like, zoop, and then it would just swing yeah, down by your leg. Flying. It would land on you. It was, it was interesting. Um, all right. Uh, step four: cocking. With the match in place and burning, the musketeer pulls back the serpentine lever, engaging the mechanism sear. This action prepares the matchlock for firing and keeps the burning match close to the priming pan. I don't feel like that's accurate. I wasn't. That I wrong. stopped listening. I got bored. It's, you don't really cock the serpentine on a matchlock. No, like not really. I mean, you, just, there's some of them you can. Yeah. Whatever. Aiming and firing. The musketeer takes aim at the target using the musket sights. When ready to fire, they release the sear by pulling a trigger. <laughs> this causes the serpentine lever to swing forward bringing the burning match into contact with the priming powder in the pan. Again, I would like to that's... point out that when I made that weird noise, my Zoom was like, are you playing music? I I feel like aiming and firing as a step is also, because it's not really a sear on a matchlock. And there's like, the serpentine doesn't really swing. It like, it moves, but it's not like a snap, like a percussion or flintlock hammer. I think that that's a fair, I mean, like it does go down It. Yeah. I think you're being too judgmental. I was more judgmental about the whole part about sights. <laughs> That's <laughs> that was optimistic of it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe not for a musketeer, but uh, a rifleman. Um step 6, ignition. The priming powder in the pan ignites to the heat of the burning match, generating a small flash of flame. This flame travels through the touch hole and ignites the main charge of gunpowder inside the barrel. That that feels right. Uh, seven, firing. The ignition of the main charge creates a rapid expansion of gases, propelling the lead ball down the barrel with significant force. Expanding gases also create pressure, forcing the musket, forcing the musket's flint lock out of the pan. It just got weird. It just got weird. Um, <laughs> Wait. It doesn't know the difference between a flint lock or a match. But what, what does that even mean? Forcing the musket's flint lock out of the pan? It must mean the serpentine. It's got to mean. What does that mean? I mean... What? We did just describe the serpentine and the match flying out of the one we were shooting. So maybe it meant that. Mm, okay. But what does it even mean? <laughs> the flintlock out of the pan? It's obviously a little bit lost. It took a wrong turn and skipped ahead 200 years again. All right. Keep going. Recoil and reset. The force of the shot causes recoil, pushing the musketeer backward. The serpentine lever swings back into its original position as the musket recoils. The match may need to be replaced or repositioned as it burns down during the firing process. That sounds so violent. The gun's <laughs> pushing the musketeer and I don't know. It just, that sounds. I don't know if that's the right choice of words, Danny. What me or that violent. <laughs> I, I mean, mean, it is talking about a war. <laughs> I guess so. Um, and then step nine, reloading. After firing, the musketeer goes through the loading process again to prepare the musket for another shot. The matchlock's musket firing sequence required a deliberate and coordinated process, making it effective but slow to reload compared to later firearms designs. Despite its limitations, the matchlock musket played a crucial role in shaping military tactics. I think that's fair. I have a question yeah. for ChatGPT. I struggled on the technique. Yeah, but honestly, pretty good. I have a question. We're getting off topic, but I love it. So I just asked, what is the best firearms museum in the United States? 
Oh, cop. How dare you? <laughs> you had to know it was going to do that. How you had to. dare you? And it also, like, this is the most, like, 2023 answer on the planet. Determining the best, in quote, firearms museum can be subjective and dependent on individual preferences and interests. However, there are several notable firearms museums in the United States that are widely regarded for their extensive collections, historical significance, and educational value. Here are a few prominent firearms museums that are offered, often considered among the best. What's the you first one? It. You got to read it. The National Firearms Museum. Good job, Phil. Yes, I mean, Phil, you're great. Whatever, but Phil, you're great. You did a great job. Chat GPT loves you and hates us. It's cool. It's fine. We're fine. The Cody <laughs> Firearms Museum is number two. Number two. It's renowned for its comprehensive collection of firearms spanning from early European designs to modern firearms. The museum focuses on the technical advancement and cultural context of firearms. So that's right, ish. Yeah. I mean, we got like Asian guns too. Well, uh, this one's also going to be easier for it because it can like read the synopsis on all of these websites. Like, so then uh, it's got Springfield Armory, which I think is deserving of being up there. Yeah. Um, Autry. Autry, which is, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's got a decent collection, <laughs> but I don't know if it would be up there as one of the best. Yeah, they they have a they have good firearms there, but it's not a huge collection, and they don't. I don't think they have a ton of it on display right now. Uh, Colonial Williamsburg, and then of course the J.M. Davis Arms Historical Museum. I mean, you can't not have the biggest gun gun collection right. in the country on the list. Uh, and then it ends with remember that each of these museums has its own unique focus, exhibits, and educational programs. When determining the quote unquote best firearms museum for your interests, consider factors such as the historical periods you're most interested in, the specific types of firearms you want to see, and the educational experience you're seeking. Before planning a visit, it's a good idea to check the museum's website or contact them directly to ensure that their exhibits and hours of operation align with your plans. That is the most political answer like possible. It it's really trying to navigate putting us at number two. To our own faces. But it doesn't know. It it does. I I believe it does. Um so now you're just fully trying to replace all of our jobs. Uh true story. I just asked write a text panel for a firearms museum and the voice of history unloaded. This is way too long. Well, is this is it was this a pretty just... broad question. Well, but a text panel doesn't need to be that long. I love this because <laughs> put a disclaimer. It put a disclaimer. Oh my gosh, history unloaded, unloading the past, one trigger pull at a time, guys. So, so it's such a better slogan than we can. Guys, this is way better than we can do. The panel text for the innovate innovations in firearms technologies from flintlocks to modern marvels. This is such old school, like museum text the evolution of ignition precision engineering advancements in ammunition the dawn of auto loading modern marvels firearms and society inspiration and innovation i'm just i'm i'm done guys i think we need to start using it to settle our firearms debates the ones where the points where we disagree on like but you know it's gonna think a gatling musket. gun is a machine gun <laughs> i went i was going to use musket for this one but sure how dare you? <laughs> of course it says it's a machine gun. Of course it does. What does ChatGPT know? 
<laughs> Nothing, clearly. Oh, here we go. But at the end, it does say it's important to note that the Gatling gun is a specific type of early machine gun, and the term machine gun has evolved over time to encompass a wide range of automatic firearms with varying mechanisms and capabilities. So it doesn't quite grasp it, but it grasps that the definition of Gatling gun's machine gun is different. It also, I would like to say that I'm beginning to notice that it's almost always giving itself an out at the end, whether it's an actual disclaimer or that's very political answers. But it kind of, yeah, it's always going to answer that one as machine gun. All right. Well, I'm I'm sad now. Because you're getting replaced by a robot? I mean, I'm happy because at least the robot knew who I was. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> Ow, again, the hurt all over again. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I kind of dig the outline of the episode. Um, I wouldn't be opposed to using Chad GPT. In, so we should yeah, make yeah. maybe we should make a chat GPT corner in our episodes where like we just ask it like a nuanced question. So like our next episode is going to be on the hunt volitional uh, repeater that you've been studying, Danny. So what I think we should do is you should give your history or maybe we we, we Tarantino it and let chat GPT, chat, chat GPT give us their perspective on the hunt and then we dissect it like with real research. So what you're telling me is that Dan's conspiracy corner has just turned in. The, the robot has actually taken over. All my fears have been realized. <laughs> Your fears from so many seasons ago. And now they actually have their own corner in our podcast as a third co-host. Yep. Okay. So it's 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 going to be I'm fine. from here I'm on totally in. Fine. It's you know you know. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of History Unloaded with Danny, Ashley, and Megan. <laughs> You're just going to make up a name for No, it. no, Megan, the, the AI robot horror movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> Apparently, I haven't seen that one. Um, <laughs> I also, if we're going to go down this path, then I think we have to agree here now that when we disagree on a topic, we have to abide by whatever ChatGPT tells us. ChatGPT abides. <laughs> yeah. So if, if you and I don't agree on what a musket is and ChatGPT has an answer, we have to go with that definition. Ooh. Whether it's good or not, we—is that the hill we die on? That's the hill we die on. I would like to ask questions of famous people too, so I think we we can do that. But I think okay. that we've talked enough in today's episode. And uh, final thoughts, Danny. Um, it's good to be recording again. I'm glad the pod to, pod to, podcast is not going away. Um, and I really hope that folks are still around and listening and enjoying. Uh, firearms history and a shout out to every oh my gosh uh, <laughs> a shout out to several people i've met over the past few months who have missed the podcast wanted us to bring it back and especially to somebody i met at the winchester show uh patience and her husband who are model 70 collectors and are big fans of yours so shout mm. out to you guys thanks for listening and remember to subscribe to history unloaded for more captivating oh, right. discussions expert insights and a closer look at the artifacts that have shaped our world until next time, history buffs, keep exploring, keep learning, and keep unloading history. Boom. Done.